going to start here in three, two. Hello, welcome to Oklahoma Ghost Stories. My name is Brad Heath, your host, and we've got a great show for you tonight. We've got a guest coming to you from this beautiful state of Iowa, talking about Darren Richardson. He took a trip to Oklahoma. He's got family here in the area, and on that trip uh, near Lake Tenkiller, he encountered something that uh, he's going to dive into here in just a moment. As always, we want to thank all of our sponsors, uh, the Lindsay Law Firm, for all your legal needs. Be sure and reach out to them, lindsaylawfirm.com. Uh, and I want to mention that you can find us on all of the places that you go to get your podcast, whether it's Anchor or Apple. Um, you can just look us up and we should pop up. It sometimes comes up as Oklahoma Ghost Stories. Sometimes it comes up as OGS. Either way, be sure and like us on Facebook. We appreciate the support. And uh, let's jump into tonight's guest. So Darren Richardson from Iowa. Darren, first, um, let's talk about your your trip to, to Oklahoma and why you were coming to Oklahoma in the first place. Yeah, sure. Um, well, my sister, she, uh, her and her husband are uh, very successful there. Uh, they live in Tulsa. And um, a few years back, they bought a... Uh, I'll call it Lake House, uh, on Cookson Bend on uh, Lake Tenkiller. Now, prior to this, we'd been going to Lake Tenkiller forever. We love it. We love the clear waters and, you know, playing on the lake and stuff. So my brother and I uh, would come down there, I don't know, about once a year, twice a year, and just, you know, just play, sit around, you know, talk about the old days like people do. And, um, yeah, we just, you know, really enjoy ourselves. We just love, you know, Eastern Oklahoma is just really pretty and, you know, kind of rugged and, you know, it's, 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 it's kind of a nice place to hang out. Lots, lots of things to do. Absolutely. And, and that area, that 10 killer area, you know, it's part of what they call green country here in Oklahoma, because it's kind of, as you get closer to Eastern Oklahoma, the red dirt kind of ends and you get some black dirt, you get beautiful trees, you get rolling mm-hmm. hills and, and uh, beautiful lakes. And Tenkiller is certainly one of those lakes. So um, you guys have obviously done this trip before, right? This wasn't your first time down. Yeah, I've been I've been coming down there uh, off and on. My parents used to take us down there. My sister's quite a bit older than us. And um, I remember when I was a kid, uh, she had just got married and just moved into the Tulsa area and uh, but we would we would go down there and we would just you know before she um, we just go out there and camp out and you know stuff you know when my parents were alive and uh, you know it was just kind of a thing we do about once or twice a year and it was just you know kind of a nice getaway and uh, during those getaways do you guys get out on the lake do you do some fishing what do you guys do I would like to do some fishing, um, you know, uh, catch some uh, uh, catfish, you know, and uh, we go out uh, on the lake and just kind of play in the lake. You know, when it gets too hot, we, you know, the boat stop and we just dive off in the lake and play in the water and come back on and, you know, have some drinks and, you know, drive around the lake. And sometimes we go to like party coves and things and just just have fun, you know, this summertime. So what's. Was this in the summertime when this incident occurred? Yeah, it was. It was, uh, it was, I don't remember exactly what year it was, but it was, remember it was really hot. Now, Oklahoma, as you know, it gets really hot and humid in the summertime, but this was an extra hot. I mean, we were all commenting on it. It was an unusually hot summer that year. 
Right, right. So walk me through that day and and get us up to the point where uh, this incident occurred. What was going on? What were you guys doing? And and uh, what what time of day was it? Oh, yeah, well, that's good. I I uh, I always get up early. Um, it's just, you know, kind of my thing. That's probably because I get up early for my job. And so it's hard to get out of those uh, sleep rhythms. So I was up early. This is before right before sunrise. I get up and I, yeah, I got I got to have my coffee. And so I went into, you know, the kitchen area and got the uh, Mr. Coffee going and and poured me a cup. And she's got kind of uh, on the backside of her house facing the woods. It's kind of like your house is, I'm going to say, maybe a quarter mile up from the lake. And in between her house and the lake, there's some pretty dense thicket, you know, like really dense woods there. Right. Now, there's a path that goes down through there to, to you can get so you can walk down this path and, and fish and whatnot and stuff but when we put the boats in we have to go she has a dock on another part of the lake so anyway so when i say a lake house it's not exactly on the lake um but anyway she's got this um deck on the back side of this this and but it's 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 a deck that's just flat and it's really kind of at ground level um it's not you know but it's it's kind of it's kind of nice you go out there and sit and you know you it's a nice place to gather and talk on the, in the evenings. And, you know, it was before the heat was coming up. So I thought, you know, it'd be kind of nice just to sit outside while it was still, you know, halfway decent out there. So I grabbed my cup of coffee and I thought, well, I can kind of watch the sun come up through the trees and, you know, everything be kind of nice. So I went out there and um, sat down on one of the um, uh, lawn chairs that are out there. And, um, you know, just was being peaceful, minding my own business, real quiet just really quiet and it was kind of kind of strange because it's it's not typically that quiet but you know it's right before sunrise and i really wasn't thinking anything of it just kind of you know enjoying nature a little bit drinking my coffee and and at this point you're you're you've been awake how long maybe an hour Oh, geez. Uh, that's a great question. Yeah, I got up, you know, washed my face, washed my hands, went in, um, made some coffee, probably an hour. Yeah, I guess that'd be a good, a good estimate. And so at this point, the sun is starting to come up. Um, you're you're pretty relaxed back there yeah. on the back porch. And and at this point, what what's going on? What what takes place? What what do you notice? Well, there's there's through the through the uh, woods and kind of uh, off to my, let me, off to my left, um, there was, you know, some noise coming down and, and through the woods. And at first it wasn't very loud, but it was, it was something big. And up here we have like cattle and a lot of hogs and stuff. And sometimes they'll get, you know, into the woods and the orchards. And this is what it sounded like. It sounded like a, a cow had gotten into like the, the woods you know there's like a lot of like something big was moving through the woods yeah but then, but, but 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 typically cows when they're moving through what they're, they're moving kind of slow right i mean yeah yeah now yeah you touch on an excellent point brad this 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 other than the amount of noise that this thing was making um it wasn't that was it i mean this thing was rolling through the woods and that's the other thing i mean it was just i don't mean literally rolling but i mean it was moving i mean it was like like a like a thousand pound linebacker or something i mean this thing was crashing 
yeah. through there. And it almost sounded like some of the trees were getting uprooted and everything. So, so I'm thinking, I'm thinking, well, you know, this, what could this be? You know, and I was thinking, well, maybe somebody's on like a big four wheeler or anything, but no engine noise or anything. I mean, this was, this was clearly something that, you know, non-mechanical, I mean, something living. And so it's happening fast too. I mean, we're, we're talking about this, but this, this whole thing happened with, I'm not going to say it's less than five minutes from beginning to end, you know, and, and, you know, time kind of slows down when something like when you're trying to, and I'm trying to figure it out because I'm, I'm a, I'm a type of guy that, that, you know, there has to be an explanation for everything. I mean, you know, um, so uh, this noise keeps getting louder and louder and it's like, you know, what is going on? And the thing is, too is that that it was the noise it was making like like the footfalls it was clearly more like a human's footfalls it wasn't like you know a four-legged creature because afterwards when i was talking to my sister about it and her husband said oh yeah there's some black bears around here and everything no i you know i've my parents were retired and so i've been all over the country growing up and because they they like to do travel all summer long so i didn't spend my summers at home i spent my summers in winnebago all over the place north woods and the coasts and everything so i've seen black bears in, in the wild before and black bears don't make the fur one they don't make this much noise and secondly this this wasn't well as i get to it, it to me it clearly wasn't a bear but when we were talking about it later, I, you know, it's just easier to say, yeah, it probably was a bear. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. So, um, anyway, as this thing gets louder, I start seeing this, like, and I, I never got a good enough image of it um, in my mind, you know, where I could, where I could see. I was trying to figure out, I mean, I could see, like, like something dark, like, like black, I guess. Yeah, almost almost a grayish color, I suppose. But I could have been all that. I mean, this was a pretty dense uh, forest woods, and um, but it was uh, it looked like somebody that was wearing like a hoodie or you remember back in the seventies when people used to have parkas and stuff. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It was kind of like somebody had a parka with the hood on, sort of. So so let me let me, let me pause you right there. So yeah. so as. So you're you're hearing something obviously heavy coming yeah. through the woods, limbs breaking. It, yeah, you, it's definitely moving. Is it? Do you feel like it's moving towards you or kind of going away from you? It's moving like like right in front of me, and um, it wasn't like you know in the wild. Again, you know when I experienced it as a kid, wild animals don't like to be around people. And if, if they know somebody's there, they're going to be moving away from you. This thing acted like it didn't care. It was, it was walking right across. If there wasn't like a million trees there, it was, it was like walking right across my eyesight, you know, and it was, or my eye line. It was just like um, walking in front of me, um, but it was, you know, ways off into the woods. And it wasn't yeah. really going, going away from me. And I turn and head down towards the lake, you know, as it passed me. But so uh, let's get in. Let, let's get into your head for a second. Were you, yeah. were you nervous? Were you frightened? Did you not not have any fear at all? Like what was going through your head when you were hearing this coming? I was, well, yeah. Afterwards, I was scared to death. But in in the moment, 
I was just kind of like, you know, when, when you see a car wreck or a car ha- crash happen or something, you're just watching it, trying to figure out what's going on. And you're, you're, the, the fear part of your brain hasn't caught up yet. You know what yeah. I mean? It wasn't, right. I have to say that, yeah, I was, I didn't sleep very well the rest of the time I was down there. <laughs> um, but in, in the actual moment, no, I was just enthralled as, especially when I started to see this, this thing. Now I know that I, I did not think for a moment that it was some guy out there running around in, you know, a park or anything. Um, I had an idea once I seen the shape, I kept thinking, could this be, I mean, could this be real? I, you know, it wasn't until, you know, um, there was a show on about Oklahoma Bigfoot. So it was on um, history channel or, or something. And there was, I don't know, there was a reporter from Tulsa that was out in the woods with some uh, Bigfoot researcher and stuff. And that's the first time I even thought about, you know, any kind of these things running around through, you know, Oklahoma. Right. And um, so I kind of had an idea when I kind of seen the shape, but I'd never, like I said, it, it, it didn't look like, you know, the Patterson-Gimlin thing. It right. wasn't clear like that. Yeah. You know, picture of Patterson Gimlin, but with a whole bunch of trees in front of it. So you kind of got glimpses of something, but you, I, I couldn't see exactly what it was. Now, now, now was... you were, you, you did, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but you did, you did kind of give us a brief description, you, you know, black, maybe some yeah. gray. Yeah. Something that's, that, that's almost hooded almost. Yeah. Could you, could you get a, a beat on maybe how tall or how big this thing was? yeah it wasn't yeah yeah that's a good point and it wasn't like like anything that's that's huge now now keep in mind that that um there's a slope so the house is kind of like up the hill from the lake and this thing was in between me and the lake and so you know i was up higher than it was but to me it didn't seem a whole lot bigger than a man like a really big man but not like anything like, you know, some of the reports, you see something that eight, nine feet tall. It didn't strike me like that. And that, you know, that's part of the probably reason why I didn't really process it as quickly or maybe get as scared, you know, because it was, it, it wasn't huge. I'm going to say that, you know, if it, you know, if it, if it was a Sasquatch or something like that, you know, maybe it was an adolescent or something, but it wasn't like, like a really tall tall thing but man did it make noise okay so so let's let, let's go back to the encounter as this thing's kind of playing out in front of you you've caught some glimpses you're trying to figure out what it is you're still back there on the back porch yeah uh, at yeah, what deck, point yeah. at what point do you really you know i i know you're focused in on it you're trying to figure out what this is but at what point um does the encounter kind of come to its peak and and then start to go away from you yeah it was right about that i mean we're right right where i'm describing right now where i'm starting to see you know the the parker shape and the outline and the and you know clearly it's it's it i mean there's enough there to to you know where it's something that's walking upright and you know i'm starting to figure out that you know this could be a you know a sasquatch or, or a bigfoot and it it went past me a little ways um, off to the right and then it went down I, it sounded like towards the lake because the noise kept getting you know further and further away um, and so and I just kind of kind of you know sat there and just stunned and um, 
you know, just tried to process it. And that's when I really, I have to tell you, I, I, I really, you know, was, was, was pretty scared. That's that, that, that's in that moment when yeah the encounters kind of come to an end and, and you are left on that back porch all by yourself, no one else around you. And you're trying to process what exactly just took place. What exactly did you just see? And then that thought enters your head. What if, right? What yeah. if I just yeah. witnessed a Sasquatch Bigfoot go by this back porch? How, yeah. how far from where it was in the woods to the back porch would you say it was? Boy, that's a good thing. Um, let's say from, I have to, I have to kind of think about this. Um, it's about a quarter mile down to the lake. And I'm going to say probably, I don't know, maybe probably less than the length of a football field. Okay. Maybe closer than that. Uh, probably about 50 yards. About, 50, about yards. 50 yards. So about, about half a football field, yeah. which, which is yeah. still, which is still pretty close. Well, yeah. Yeah. And the actual, and and some of that distance is you know the backyard too. So right, you, know, right. you have 10, 15 yards of backyards there too. Yeah. So, so you're 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 kind of gleaming through the trees as the sun's yeah. coming up, and 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 this encounter yeah. takes place. Do you later that day or that morning? Do you go out to where it was and investigate that area? Well, no, um, I didn't really want to. <laughs> Sure. But um, a couple of the things, you know, a couple of days later, we did go down that path, which would have intersected the Sasquatch's path, you know, because the the path that we take down to the lake, you know, goes. Um, I get turned around up there in the hills. Let's just say that it goes south and the Bigfoot's uh, pathway went east to west. So, okay. so that would have intersected. So I did look around the woods to see. You know, was there like a lot of damage or anything? And there wasn't a whole lot. I didn't see any. Of course, it was super hot and the ground was super hard, you know, because it had been kind of dry that year. So, but I didn't see right. any like tracks. I didn't really see anything that was pushed down. But I tell you what, I <laughs> understand that I, I wasn't like taking my time walking down through there. I was, you know, kind of walking real fast. <laughs> yeah, right. Sure. And yeah, yeah it was because. <sighs> You know, I could have, I could have, you know, if I didn't ride down with my brother, I could have easily left, <laughs> you know, went, right. back, went back to Iowa where, where we don't have that kind of happenings going on up here. When, when you noticed, or when you first heard the movement and then noticed the movement, noticed something in that line of trees there, was it headed towards the lake or away from the lake? It was mostly headed parallel with the shoreline, but okay. But but then it turned and went down towards the lake. Okay. Now the direction it was moving in was towards a. Um, it's kind of like on a peninsula, and at the end of this peninsula, there's like a Corps of Engineers campground. I think it's Corps of Engineers. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it's where we used to camp when I was a kid. But it's down. It's down a ways down down the peninsula. You know, like at the tip of the peninsula. And it was kind of heading down towards that that campground. Yeah. And, I, and, you know, I tried to, you know, in the years since, I tried to think, well, what, what, 
why would it be going down there and the sun was coming up and everybody says these things are nocturnal or anything. Yeah. I, I don't know. The only thing, you know, if, if I was to put a theory, it was like maybe a juvenile, maybe there were some trash cans that it would use quite a bit, you know, to get food or something down there. Or maybe it was just scavenging around the campground. Right. I don't know. It was, it was in the middle of the week. Um, we were down there for a whole week that time. Now you said you, you said afterwards, you know, it's kind of hit yep. you what you might have just seen. And and uh, you're kind of you're, you're trying to process that information. At some point, you make your way back inside and you've got to tell somebody. And then and then they kind of write it off as, well, it's probably a black bear. When Who was the first person you told? And and did you try to convince other people or have you since talked to anyone else in that area who has seen something similar? Um. Yeah, I'll, I'll stick her. So after after it happened, and I don't know, it seemed like an eternity, and I was still just kind of frozen in, in space because I didn't. I suppose some part of my brain thought, well, let's not move and you know let that thing come back up after me or whatever it was. And then my brother came out and sat down, and uh, he said, "What happened? Did you see something?" And I, I thought, well, that's a strange comment. And I says, I said, yeah. So, so I told him because me and my brother, we talk about everything. And I told him what happened, and uh, he he didn't know what to make of it either. Again, he's not as familiar with that down there either. And he said, well, let's let's ask you know our, our sister about that when she comes out. And so they, they don't get up as early as we do, and so maybe an hour, hour and a half, and then they came out, and we were just sitting there and. I felt better with him being out there and then they came out. So we did. And that's when we started talking about, well, there's a lot of black bears in this area and that's, you know, that's probably what it was and everything. And, and since then I've, I've, you know, every time I like see something on Facebook from, you know, from that area where there was like the Honobia, is that how you pronounce that? Or, yeah. Hanobi. Yeah. And, and you know, that, that um, account and then, you know, those other things, anytime I see anything, they're like, oh, no, there's no, you know, Bigfoots in Oklahoma. And, and you know, they're, they haven't seen it. And, and I don't think they're, they're buying it. Or maybe they have seen it and they're just not going to talk about it. They're not. Yeah. Uh, well, well, you, I mean, trust me, there's plenty of people in Oklahoma that believe that they've seen something, that they've come across something. In fact, there's. A couple of groups that do a lot of investigations here in Oklahoma. Hanobi is a hotbed for that. Yeah. It's, it's kind of Bigfoot central in Oklahoma. Um, but the No Bro group, they go out and they do more scientific type research, trying to find hair and trying to find footprints and things where, you know, they can put some scientific knowledge to what they are finding and seeing. Um, have you been back to that location since then? Yeah. Yeah, I have. As a matter of fact, um, my son-in-law was stationed down in Georgia. And uh, so on the way, you know, for, I forget what it was, some someplace in, in kind of like around Columbia, Georgia. Anyway, so we drove down there and, uh, and we were going to like stay over, spend the night there and then drive on out to Georgia from there, kind of take a southern route across. And um, so we were down there. And uh, so I, I get up the next morning and, you know, there was no encounter encounters or anything, but I kind of drove down through the Wachita mountains. Cause I've always, they've always said, you know, down around um, 
that part of the state because they always said well that's you know that's big bigfoot country there's you know stuff like there and i have to say brad when i drove through those mountains on the way down through like texarkana and places that is some rugged country i had no idea that there was you know a country like that in oklahoma i mean it right. just it looked like it was out of place or something when i you know drove down through there so so i get it i i get that there's plenty of habitat down there there has yeah. to be and you know you know that 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 the whole state's teeming with game i mean there's there's plenty of food sources down there um so Absolutely. yeah it, i i think it's i think it's very plausible and i also think you know that people probably see these things more than they realize but they just think oh well that i must have seen a bear or i must have been just a hunter in a ghillie suit or something like that right right and you know, um, they explain it away. Um, well, there, there are a lot of TV shows about it. There are a lot of people talking about it these days. And, you know, there are a lot of other phenomenon out there that, uh, people, you know, are, are, are firm, firm believers. in. in fact, we're seeing a lot of UFO stuff come, come forward now. And yeah. of course, paranormal activity is always something that, that people talk about. And I know you have, a story of some paranormal activity, but before we get to that, let's kind of yeah. wrap up this encounter with uh, with this potential Sasquatch that you found. Mm-hmm. So when you're when, when you're sitting around, if a if a TV show or something comes on and and you watch it, does it just reaffirm in your head what you believe you saw that day? Yeah, there's there's there are some definite things um, on the accounts, and I you know I, I watch I like to watch the shows and and everything because I. I don't know, call it therapy or whatever, group therapy, but listening to other people's accounts, you know, one of the things that struck me is I thought, you know, all Bigfoots were eight, nine feet tall and they're not. And when people said that they make a lot of noise, like it's unbelievable when, and, you know, um, when I hear accounts where that, where there's just crashing and tearing, I says, yeah, I get it. I've, I've been there. Um, right. You know, um, if I wasn't well, up, up on that deck, I might even felt like the ground, you know, tremors and stuff like people say they feel. Sure, sure. And, and and that's in part why we even do this show is because for whatever reason, uh, in recent times, Oklahoma has become somewhat of a hotbed for all kinds of activity. Um, and you can, you know, listeners can go back and look at some of the old shows that we have from from 2020 and from earlier in this year where people talk about you know coming across all kinds of things so yeah you know yeah. this area being being a, a a potential spot for sasquatch does make a lot of sense there's a lot of lakes in this green country area there's a lot of yeah. woods yeah. big big hills you know they call them mountains here and people laugh laugh at us for calling them mountains but you know they're big hills and lots of area lots of big swaths of land that are just that it's just yeah. vast amounts of land it's so. habitat yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So one of the things, too, you know, you talk about Oklahoma and as I, you know, started digging into Oklahoma, there's even a state park that's like south of Red Oak. And I know this is kind of off topic, but they, they found like these Norse rune stones that, that are carved into the side of this rock. And I think the south of uh, Red Oak, I don't know. Anyway, it's like, well, why, you know, it was like from the 12, 1300s. And what, what are these rune stones, these Viking, like where they carved, what are they doing in the middle of Oklahoma? You know? Right. Yeah. That's, that's the Hevener rune stones. 
Yeah. Um, it is, it, it is in that area. And, um, I've, I've actually gone there to see it myself. It is in a very, very strange area. It's, yeah. it's down kind of in a valley. Um, there, there, there's a water source next to it, but it's not, not a water source that you would, you know, boat, uh, up right. and down, but it's, but it's a fresh water source. And it is certainly interesting because they find runestones, you know, they find them all over from, from north of, of, uh, Oklahoma into your, your Michigan's Wisconsin areas. And then all the way back East, of course, they find them. Yeah. And this one's been investigated a few times. There's been some experts come out and take a look at it, but when you see it in person, you just, you can't explain it. You, you have, yeah. you have no way of, of, of just looking at it and going, yeah, that's real or yes, that's fake. Yeah. Yeah. And why would, if it is a hoax, why would somebody hoax that? And how much knowledge would they have to have to hoax something like that? Yeah. And, and they would do the hoax in a, in an odd spot, you know, mm-hmm. it's, until the park went in this, this spot would have been very, very difficult to get to. And yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it wouldn't make any sense just to hide it. You know, if you were right. going to do it and try to make money off of it or whatever, you would do it. And then you would put it in a place that was easy to access for people. This is not very easy to access. Now it is now because they have stairs and trails and things that go to it. But, you know, back in the, back when it was originally found, that stuff was not there. So, yeah. um, Let's get to some 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 paranormal things that I know you've got some experience with as well. Yeah, it was it was uh, in the same area, but this was down. Um, I'm going to say it was before the my sister bought the lake house because we were at we were camping down at that uh, Corps of Engineers campground that's still on Cookson Bend, and um, we were. My sister and I, and we had an aunt that was, she lives in Moore, Oklahoma, and she came over. And so we were all kind of sitting around the uh, campfire one night and, you know, just telling stories. And our our dad had passed away and our aunt was telling us stories about how they were little and they were growing up during the Depression and the Dust Bowl and, you know, all these stories that are interesting. And uh, so at the uh, end of the evening, you know, my brother and... Um, my other sister, not the one that, you know, lives in Oklahoma, but my other sister, <clears throat> we were kind of cleaning up and, you know, putting the chairs up close to the camper and stuff and making sure the fire was, you know, taken care of and all that stuff. And and <clears throat> they were talking about, my sister and my brother were, were talking over by this uh, picnic table. And as I was bringing some chairs up to sit by the camper, I says, hey, did you guys see something? And they stopped and looked at me. And they said, we were just talking about that. And they said, what did you see? I said, for the life of me, I seen someone that was in, you know, like you see these like uh, dioramas or something in these museums where people like Indians or like Stone Age people or whatever were in like these loincloths. Right. And it seemed like, you know, it was like a, a flash that, and it wasn't really a flash. It was like somebody was walking towards our, our, and I just seen out of the corner of my eye was walking past our, our campfire. There was outside of, you know, kind of out in the darkness behind some people that were sitting there, my family. And then kind of, and I was, I was kind of following it. It kind of just walked off down towards the lake and disappeared. And they said, well, that's, that's kind of like the same thing we saw. And 
Um, so, and they described it, they seen more of it than I did. They actually seen, you know, the, the shape of the head and, and, you know, more, all I seen was the, um, from like the shoulder down to the mid thigh. And it was, it was, a, I, I, I seen it's the side of it you right? Know, as somebody was walking past and you see it out of the corner of the eye. And, uh, and that was, that was like, you know, um, the first time that I ever saw anything that could be like a paranormal thing. And honestly, um, Brad, I, I just didn't believe in anything like that. I, you know, to me, to me, Bigfoot makes sense because it's, you know, it's biological and there's, you know, creatures like that, that are in the fossil record and everything. And, you know, they're finding undiscovered species all the time. So, so Bigfoot right. to me fits in my brain, this thing, I, I have no idea. And I wasn't scared about it. That's the other thing. Um, it didn't like, yeah, but it was just, it was just, uh, it was just unusual. And I, I can't figure out what it was. Um, because just the way that it just kind of, you know, disappeared almost like it, like he evaporated, you know, um, right. I don't, I don't know how to explain it. It's like, it's like, you know, how, I don't, I couldn't even, it was, it was like, you know, how like a fog just kind of disappears sometimes as you're driving through it. It was like that, yeah. you know, um, but it was, it was, you know, it happened seconds. And the, the thing that, that was weird is that they both seen it too and they were at different parts of the um you know how we we're sitting around in a circle around the campfire and they were at different parts of the circle yeah and you're right there's there's fossil record you know gigantopithecus is one yeah. uh, an, an ape that walked upright and and they know those those creatures existed but with the paranormal it's so different because you really you, you it's almost impossible to to be able to just you know dig up or locate records of something like that existing, we have to actually go out and investigate and find and create those records ourselves. And you having witnessed something like that, along with uh, two other individuals, you, you probably, you know, being in Cherokee native uh, territory and then, you know, to the South Choctaw territory down there, you know, there's a good chance that you may have seen some residual energy or something from a time of you know hundreds of years ago yeah yeah and that's you know brad i think you're exactly right and that's the conclusion i came up it was you know if it was an apparition or you know like a i don't know and i'm gonna go kind of out but you know maybe like some sort of time warp kind of a thing where you know like a window back in time opened up briefly or something um but yeah it was but it wasn't anything like, you know, I, I read where some people have this feeling of dread and they, you know, cold comes over them and it wasn't anything like that. It was just like, you know, what's that? And it was gone. Yeah. You probably got a glimpse into what was at one yeah. time and, and, and if, if it was male or female, whatever it was, walked by you and uh, not really paying attention to you, just doing their own thing. And, and, and you were lucky enough to be able to witness that. I, I agree. Hey, can I turn the tables on you just a little bit? I, I kind of got a question for you. I'm kind of curious about, because uh, you seem pretty knowledgeable about things. So just real quick, what, because I hear, you know, all kinds of things about the Bigfoots and Sasquatches and stuff. Some people think they're aliens and some people think they're paranormal and some people think, what do you think they are? Well, it's a great question. And, and it's typically a question that I ask my guests. So I'm going to flip it on you too and ask you the same thing here in a second. But you know, I think that we could be 
looking at one of two things. Either mm-hmm. they're really here and we've just never, for whatever reason, been able to find them alive or dead because some groups who uh, investigate Sasquatch full time believe that they actually bury their dead. So thus yeah. never finding a body would would probably you know make sense to that to that end um and and possibly they they, they live in areas that are are not densely populated and you just don't see them as often and when you do see them it's a big deal because obviously there's a ton of people not just in the united states but all over the world that claim to have yeah. seen something like this so it's either that and we've just not actually found a body or found one alive or there's some type. And, and this is where it gets crazy. There's some type of an interdimensional type type being where they can come and go as they please. Mm-hmm. And they come here for some reason, collect something, live, uh, reproduce, you know, whatever it is uh, they come here and then they go back to uh, maybe where they're originally from or, or whatever. Um, I know a lot of people believe that there's a UFO connection to them because some people have said that uh, Bigfoot sightings coincide with UFO sightings. And there's a lot of people who subscribe to that belief. So in other words, you know, they're they're actually aliens. They're not just some giant ape. They're actually a intelligent mm-hmm. um, being who comes here from outer space and then and then leaves. Um that one's a little more difficult for me to buy only because uh, not every Bigfoot sighting or UFO sighting go together. We right. see a lot of UFO sightings by themselves. Uh, the Navy, the Department of Defense, everybody's releasing these new videos of what they call Tic Tacs and, and different different yeah. type of aircraft. And so, you know, I, I have, I, I tend to believe more of the, Maybe they're really here and we just haven't just, you know, fully discovered them yet because we find new species on the planet all the time. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, whether it's a, you know, a monkey the size of the end of your fingertip or it's a, it, it's a fish in the ocean that they thought has been extinct for a, for, mm-hmm. for a million years. Um, what, what do you think they are? Well, you know, I, I've thought about it and, you know, I've, I've looked at, I've looked at, um, uh, you know fossil records and everything and i i you know i i I went to art school like 100 years ago back in the 80s it seems and um and so you know some of these things were where there'll be uh pictures of them i try to draw some like human like anatomy over them you know where the where the muscles and like the quads and the you know try to draw that oh and the thing i'm saying here is that that they line up pretty well i mean not exactly but pretty well with with humans you know as far as proportions and everything like that now i know the arms are longer and they're like immensely bulkier and everything like that but they're and and they're they're bigger than us but they're similar to us in so many ways so i thought you know either either it's it's a, a relic hominid of some sort um or you know, they're, they're um, um, feral humans, like, like wild humans. And just bear with me on, on this. You're thinking, well, there's no way this thing could be anything like human. You know how we used to, when we were kids, uh, we used to go into the Ozarks and hunt these uh, wild hogs. 
and you know you have domesticated hogs and you know they're on the farm and they and everybody knows what they look like right but when they get out into the wild they get huge and they turn into these giant you know these beasts and you see you know pictures of them on like you know the internet and stuff like this these these incredibly large hogs that were once, you know, domesticated hogs, or at least, you know, maybe they were bred with wild hogs and became these, these monsters, you know, these 900,000 pound things. Um, and so I'm wondering if it's like something like that, if like there were at some point, um, way back hundred thousand years ago, um, humans, there was a, a section of humans that branched off and became just completely wild. Um, yeah. Well, and we know that Neanderthal existed. We know that there is still somewhat of a missing link that that, that they're yeah. still trying to find. Uh, we know that the great apes exist. We know that Gigantopithecus existed. You know, we know that 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 these that these creatures, animals, humanoids, whatever they are, we know that we've seen something that could be a branch of or directly related to um, the, the the types of. Uh, primates that you see today um cryptid uh type type uh animals you know we may think that some of these animals are just completely in the past completely gone mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. And, and and off this planet but i do know that they're always finding stuff in the ocean it was just a few couple what maybe a decade or two ago when they they said yes there are giant squid that live in the yeah. ocean um yeah. where it was just rumored from from you know uh, uh seafaring people who were out in the ocean in boats to say no look we we had a giant squid come up to mm-hmm. our boat or we caught one um, right. that's been confirmed so maybe it's just a matter of time maybe yeah. you know maybe we're just just now getting to where there's enough eyeballs. There's enough cameras. Everybody's walking pocket. There's trail cams. There's drones. There's better satellites than we've ever had uh, before. And maybe it's just a matter of time before we actually get some good hard evidence yeah. um, that 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 these things exist. Either way, it's a fascinating conversation. It is. It and is. Uh, Darren, you you have a fascinating story. Yeah. I I certainly appreciate because I know sometimes putting your story out there can be a little scary, but I'm telling you the people who listen to our show, uh, the people who are here with us that are going to be tuning in, they uh, love to hear what you have to say. And uh, from them uh, and from our show, I want to tell you that we certainly appreciate you taking the time to come on with us. Well, thank you. Thank you, Brad. And I, I appreciate you putting the show on, um, you know, letting people come and talk about their things. Because, you know, I, I have to tell you, I feel a lot better about it now. I just talking to someone and just having an honest, open discussion with it just, you know, feels pretty good. And I don't get to do that. So, well, there, there we're it. always we're always here. Um, feel free to reach out to us anytime. Who knows? Maybe I, I'll reach out to you in a few months. We'll get you back on and we'll talk about some more stuff, even if it's just a just to chat about something that we've seen on television or whatever, but um, definitely, definitely uh, appreciate you coming on with us tonight and we're going to get this show posted. We're going to get some people talking about it. And uh, again, Darren, thank you. If you ever need anything from us, just, just let me know. And of course I want to remind everybody, uh, Lindsay law firm is our big sponsor for this show tonight. Lindsay law firm has been with us from the beginning. You can actually go back 
and listen to their story. They have a really great paranormal story that happened uh, to them in their own house. I encourage everybody to go back there and in uh, season one and check that show out. So for Darren, I'm Brad Heath. We appreciate everybody listening to OGS tonight. Take care, and we'll see you on the next show. Thank you.